morning again. We're glad you guys are here. Summer is in full effect. All kinds of people taking trips, going on vacations, going to the lake, all kinds of good stuff. Today, I am leaving for White Mills Camp, uh, and I am going to spend a week with 150 middle school students. And so, uh, now you laugh. I love middle school students. They are the best. Uh, High schoolers are the worst, but middle schoolers are awesome. Because they think things are still funny and they don't think they're too cool yet. And so, uh, but I love middle school camp, uh, but it is going to, to wear on me because they go full uh, throttle the whole time. And so pray for me this week. But I'm excited to be down there speaking uh, for middle school camp. And so uh, if you have a middle schooler, you can show up today at 3 o'clock and so register them. Uh, we have a group down there. And so we'd love to have them down there as well. And the beach camp's coming up and we're super excited about that as well. Now, like I said, a lot of people taking vacations, taking trips. Uh, I, like I said, I'm going to beach camp here in about a month with a bunch of high school students here from Journey and from other churches around Louisville. And uh, I love taking trips. We talked about this. I love vacations. I love to travel. Uh, if it's been like a couple weeks since we've gone somewhere, we'll just get in the car and drive somewhere uh, to go experience something. Our kids love to travel. Uh, they think staying in a hotel is a vacation. And while we haven't picked up on that and just drove into Brooks all the time and stay in there <laughs> and saved a ton of money, I don't know why we haven't picked up on that. But um, when I travel, so I don't know if you guys are, are like this, and I know the men maybe, and but sometimes the women too. Um, when, when we travel, um, I, I like to, to know where I'm going. I like to know how long it's going to take me to get there. Um, I, I like to kind of have everything mapped out. Obviously, today with technology, we talked about last week, you used to have to print out MapQuest, you used to have to use TripTicks, but now with your phones, uh, with Waze and with Google Maps and Apple Maps and all this stuff, it makes it so much easier. Um, but what, what I've found is that when I'm on a trip um, and, and we're traveling and, you know, I've got my idea, and, and I don't know about you guys, I, this might just be me, so I'll confess this. When my GPS says we're going to be there at 10 o'clock, if I'm not there by 9.50, I'm disappointed. Like, I'm always trying to race the GPS and to beat it and take off a couple minutes and that type of thing. Um, but, but a couple years ago, we were, we were going down to, to Myrtle Beach, and we'd just gotten through Knoxville, and we were driving down that, I think it's 75, I can't remember the exact road, and, and we'd just gotten through Knoxville, and, and there was a sign that popped up on the road. And this is the sign that if, if you guys see this, you guys have seen this right sign? It just, it just, it just, I get so mad. I get so angry. I hate detours. Um, I hate not knowing where I'm going. Um, I, I hate, I don't know if you guys have experienced this. I'm sure you have. The traffic around here the last year or two is horrible, right? I mean, 65's always shut down. Uh, last year, we went to the state fair. We were on our way to the state fair, and there was some wreck on 65. I think it was like pigs or something like that, which I don't understand. But uh, so there was a wreck. It took us an hour and 45 minutes to get from my house to the fairgrounds. And the whole way, I'm just so mad. I'm mad at the pigs. I'm mad at the driver. I'm mad at everybody. I know it's unreasonable, but I am mad about this. So, so here, here's where I'm at. When I have a destination in mind, I like to know where I'm going. I like to know how long it's going to take me to get there. I love the idea of a voice, you know, turn-by-turn travel. If it's somewhere local and I don't need GPS, I love it because if there is a detour, I know all the back roads, right? I know how to go anywhere in Bullock County and not take a main road. I can do the same thing with Louisville. I was a delivery driver for about six years in Louisville. I can get from any part of Louisville without ever getting on the main roads, and I love it. But what I hate is when I don't know where I'm at and there's a detour. 
I hate detours. Um, I, I don't know about you guys. When I'm on road trips too, one of the things that my family uh, doesn't like about me um, is, is that I don't like to stop for bathroom breaks. I'm like, how long can you hold it? Two hours, perfect. All right, and so I don't like to stop for bathroom breaks. If we have to stop, we like to stop at rest stops. You get 45 seconds probably, or if not. Uh, I don't like to stop for food. Like I just like to get there. And so whenever we face a detour and we get rerouted in a different direction, it's not good. And my poor wife, she has had to try to calm me down so many times. And for me, I don't know about you guys, I'm just confessing a lot right now. It feels personal to me when there's a detour. Like, I feel like whoever caused this, like, it, they're out to get me. Uh, I, you know, like I said, I curse the people that caused the wreck or whatever it is. Um, and, and so here's the thing. I don't ever like to think about it in the moment because it's hard to, and it's almost impossible to. But when you're driving and there's a detour, there's probably a pretty good reason there is a detour, right? In fact, most of the time, most of the detours we face on the road are actually there for a good reason. There's a hazard on the road that needs to be avoided. They're doing road work ahead that you, you can't drive on. It would mess up your vehicle. Um, detours are designed for our own good. Um, a, a lot of times detours are because there's been an accident up there and they need time to get the people out of there. They need time to, to clean up after the wreck. And so here's the thing. Detours are actually a good thing. A lot of times, like right now, I don't know if you guys experienced this yesterday. I did not because I'm avoiding Louisville like crazy. But apparently there's a huge backup between Shepherdsville and, and downtown Louisville right now going 65 south. And, and, and the reason there's this big backup is because they're improving the roads. And so in the moment when I'm driving through... I'm very frustrated, but at the end of the day, the detour that's there is actually for a good reason. It's there for a good purpose. And so I think it's true when we're actually driving our cars, that, and it's hard, I get it, because of our patience levels, but if we were to stop and say, hey, there's probably actually a really good reason this detour is here, but I think the same is true of our lives. I think this whole series, we've been kind of using this analogy between a road trip, but also the idea of our life. So many times in life, we have a mapped out plan of where we want to go. We know how we want to get there. We know the roads we want to take to get there. But then there ends up being a detour. No matter how much you, you don't like it, no matter how you feel about it, life is filled with detours. Okay? There's this great quote by, by Russell Nelson. Life is filled with detours and dead ends, trials and challenges of every kind. Each of us has likely had times when distress, anguish, and despair almost consumed us. And it's because of these detours in life. I love this quote by Tim Keller. He says this, No matter what precautions we take, no matter how well we have put together a good life, no matter how hard we have worked to be healthy, wealthy, comfortable with friends and family, and successful with our career, something will inevitably ruin it. Right? You may have a map of the way you thought your life was going to go, your marriage was going to go, your relationship with your kids was going to go, your career choices was going to go. You may have it all mapped out, but at some point along the way, something's going to come up and it's going to detour you in some way from that plan. Now, we get frustrated with this. We don't like it. We don't have the patience for it. Um, but as I was kind of studying for this and kind of thinking through this idea, one of the things I started doing was obviously open up my Bible and looking at stories. And here's what amazed me, and I should have known this, and I kind of, I kind of subconsciously know this. Almost every story that we see in the Bible is the story of some type of detour. 
Abraham, which kind of sets the whole thing into motion in his life, it's a story about a detour. It's about a story whose life, a guy whose life was going one way, and then he has this encounter with God, and God tells him he's going to go on this different trip, and he says, well, where am I going to go? And God's like, well, I'll tell you later when we get there, which is not helpful, right? Anybody ever tell you that? Like, I'll tell you later where we're going. No, you tell me now where we're going, okay? But Abraham is a story of, of detour. The story of Job, which is considered to be the oldest story in the Bible, they actually believe it predates kind of the, the, the stories that we see in the, in the, in the Pentateuch and the Torah, Genesis, Exodus, and Deuteronomy. This is an old, ancient story. And the story of Job is about this guy whose life is going this one way, and then all of these detours start to hit him. All of these challenges start to hear him, these things that nobody would sign up for. We've talked a lot. We, in fact, this year we've studied through the story of Joseph. Joseph's story is just filled with detour after detour, and things get going well, and it looks like it's going to be good, and then there's another detour. The story of Moses is a story of a detour. The story of Esther is a story of a detour. All of the disciples, did you imagine this? Like we did in the New Testament. All of the disciples, their life is going one way, and then all of a sudden they have this experience. They have this detour in their life, and all of a sudden their life changes, and they go in a different direction. Paul. The Apostle Paul, who was Saul, I mean, his, his story is literally he's walking down a road headed one direction, and he has an encounter with God, and his whole life changes because of this detour that he finds himself in. All of the stories that we see are stories of people who thought their life was going a certain direction, and they have an encounter, an event. Sometimes it's like Joseph. It's multiple things, one after another, and all of a sudden, their route changes, whether they like it or not. All of the stories are stories of detours. Now, here's the thing. When we find ourselves on a path and all of a sudden it changes, we don't like it. We don't like it because it wasn't something we had planned for. It wasn't something that we had saw. We've talked about this a lot. Almost every single person in this room, it's an American thing. We like to be in control, whether you admit it or not. And the reality is it's scary how few things you actually have control of. And detours feel like this kind of attack on the control that we feel like we have in life, whether it's on the road or actually the choices we make in life. But here's the thing. All of those stories that I just told you are stories of men and women. Almost every story you read in the Bible are stories of men and women who in the moment, they're having to face real life challenges. We know how these stories play out, so it's easy for us to read these stories. But in the moment, these were people that faced issues. They face choices, they face challenges. But almost every single one of those stories are stories of men and women who would look back later and would be willing to admit what the psalmist tells us in Psalm 32. He says this, The Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. Now the question is, do we believe that? Do we believe when it comes to the paths that we choose in life that God will advise us along the best ways and that he'll watch over us. That's the question we have to wrestle with when it comes to our faith and how it it intercedes with our life. So today what we're going to do is we're just going to ask some questions Um, because I'm not going to have answers for, and I very rarely do, which is obvious to some of you guys, apparently, you know, but but we're just going to ask some questions of ourselves. And I want to start by saying this. I want to say when it comes to the detours in life, and I'll be the first to admit this, There are detours in life that some of us will face or are facing right now that I'll be honest, this side of life, I'm not sure we're going to understand. There are things that some of you in this room have faced and will face 
that I'm not sure that this side of life, and we want answers, and we don't always get the answers that we want, and so I'm, I'm not sure on this side of life we'll be able to understand it. There are things that some of us will go through that nobody would sign up for, that nobody would say, you know what, this is something that's going to be a part of my life, and, and there are things that people go through that I, I truly, I don't understand. That's why I love the book of Psalms. We just read out of the Psalms and we asked the question, do you believe these words? But what's so fascinating about the book of Psalms, and you you should read it, is the book of Psalms, it's this book that it teaches us how to trust and praise God. And at the same time, it teaches us how to be frustrated with God, which is amazing, right? The, the, The same book will tell you, okay, this is what you need to do. But at the same time, it gives you permission to question There's this verse, maybe some of you have felt like this when you face detours in life. In Psalm 13, it says this, Oh Lord, how long will you forget me? You ever felt like that? Forever? How long will you look the other way? How long must I struggle with anguish in my soul, with sorrow in my heart every day? How long will my enemy have the upper hand? So there are some detours that we face where we feel like that. So let's ask some questions. So why is there a detour? Okay, so here's the first question I I try to ask myself when I face a detour in life, when I face something in life. And and here's the first one. Is it possible, okay, and this is true of the road, but also in my life, is it possible that it's the safer route? Is it possible, right? You know, sometimes you come up to a sign that says road closed, and the reason it might say road closed is because the bridge up ahead, it doesn't exist anymore, right? Right? And if you keep driving, okay, you might get frustrated. Well, I don't understand why this You keep driving, you're going to find yourself in a really bad situation really quick, right? And so is it possible that sometimes the reason that we get detoured is because it's a safer route? Is it because it's unsafe, it's too dangerous to proceed? Is it possible, like happened last summer, that there's pigs all over the road, right? And that if you get up there, you're going to hit them or they're going to hit you and, and all these type of things. Is it possible that it's a safer route? Is it possible the reason sometimes God detours us is because he sees things that we can't see? Is, is it because the, the, that God doesn't always tell us the road ahead is unsafe, but is it possible he reroutes us in order to protect us to avoid problems or harm? So that's the question. Is it possible that sometimes when we face these things, in the moment it seems frustrating, in the moment it seems like a thing, but but is it possible that that God's actually trying to protect you from from something that would actually cause you harm, right? And maybe you don't like that idea from me or from the Bible, but maybe you like it from Garth Brooks, right? He had this song, right? Some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers, right? That, That if he had married that woman, right, it wouldn't have been good. You know, that's the whole point of the song. And so we end up getting on the safer route, the better route, okay? So that's the first thing. Is it possible that it's safer? All right. The second question kind of coincides with that is this. Is it possible it's the better route? So a couple years ago, we were on a trip, and we were, we were going down the road, and I think we were going to Florida this time, and we got rerouted. And when I get rerouted, I, I, like I said, I hate it. Like, I mean, I, don't, I think you guys don't understand how much I hate it. Like, just talk to my wife. And uh, I get really frustrated really quick. And, um, but one thing I found is, is that if you're traveling, and most of us use interstates when we travel now because it's faster and all this stuff. But have you ever noticed interstates are just ugly? Like, it's just not, it's, it's just boring. Like, every once in a while, there's an exit, and there's some pine trees, and there's some other trees, and there's some gravel, and there we go, okay? But one of the things that happens, we got rerouted on this road, 
It was somewhere in Alabama. And we usually hate the state of Alabama. But this time, um, it, it, we got rerouted, and it was just awesome. It was beautiful. It was, it was, it was you know, scenic, I think is the, road, the word that people use. It was scenic. But along the way, we found this little bitty town, and I, can't, I wish I could have remembered it. It was years ago, but they had, like, some cool little restaurants, and we stopped and got ice cream. And it ended up being way better that we got rerouted than if we just stayed on the path we were on. And there were experiences, and this has happened before, there are experiences that you will experience if you take some of these detours that you would never have experienced if you stayed on the road you thought you were supposed to be on. Well, let me say it this way, all right? Sometimes in life we get detoured from the pain that we thought was going to make sense. But looking back at those things that happened, a lot of times what we'll see is there's friendships and relationships that never would have been formed if we hadn't had to go through that, right? And sometimes when we go through these things, what we realize is there's people we never would have met. There's opportunities we might not have ever had. Sometimes when we look back on things, even things we would never sign up for, what we find out is that we became better for going through it. You know, there's that famous saying that hindsight is twenty twenty, And sometimes if we're honest, we can look back at some of the detours in life that we experienced, and, and we can realize that that was actually the better route. But if we're honest, in the moment, it didn't feel like it, did it? And the other thing that's so funny about us, and the Bible reminds us of this, is how, how fickle we are as human beings and how prone we are to forget. In fact, that's the reason that the same lessons in the Bible keep getting taught over and over and over again, right? It's because we're prone to forget. And so what happens is we go through life and there's this detour and we come out on the other side better and stronger and with new relationships and new experiences we never would have had if we hadn't got detoured. And and we're like, man, that was amazing. I never would have thought that that was going to happen. I never would have signed up for that, but I'm so grateful that I had to experience that. And then what happens, you know what we do? The next detour comes up and we're like, man, this is terrible, right? This is horrible. Forgetting what we had just experienced. Now, here's the last one. This is going to be a little bit funny when we use the parallel of of a road trip versus life. Because here's the thing. I very rarely, on on a road trip where I got detoured, felt like, well, this is where I'm supposed to be right now. Right? I don't feel like that. I feel frustrated. But sometimes in life, what happens is when we get detoured, what we realize is it's actually where we were supposed to be the whole time. And it was actually the route we maybe were supposed to take from the beginning. I'm teaching this week through John 4 with these middle school kids, and it's this story that that you're familiar with about the Samaritan woman and Jesus at the well. Um, But there's this great line where it said Jesus had to go through Samaria. And what we know is he actually didn't have to go through Samaria. There were other routes he could have taken to, to get to where he went. But it's like this interesting idea that he had to go through there because that's where he was supposed to be. And here's the question. Is it possible sometimes the detour is where we're supposed to be? Is it possible that when we find ourselves on these things that, that we didn't think we would experience, we didn't, you know, never hoped for, but all of a sudden we find ourselves on this path, is it possible it's where we're supposed to be? Or, or maybe another way of looking at it is, is this, with our culture and our generation. So, so one of the things that I know about my life is we go 100 miles an hour, Right? We go, we go as fast as we can. And I know that's true on the interstate as well, right? Like, I, I, don't, I need to talk to some cops, but I've been told they won't pull you over if you go 15 over, right? I don't know if that's true or not. 
So like I set my, my, my uh, what's it called? Your little automatic speed thing. Your, yeah, cruise control. Thank you. I set that at like 85, right? I loved when they moved it to 70, right? And so I'll set it at 85 and I, I haven't got pulled over yet. So maybe it's true. But anyway, um, <laughs> so I'll put it at 80, 85 miles an hour. But, but here's the thing. I don't just drive fast on the road. I drive fast in life. We, me and my wife, we do something almost every night of the week. We, we, we get bored if we set, we, and even setting at home, we're like, well, who are we going to have over tonight? You know, like, what are we going to do? And we go all the time with our kids' schedules. We go all the time. I mean, last year, our kids were playing like five sports at one time. It was dumb. But, but here's the thing. <laughs> we go so fast, all of us, that sometimes we forget to actually enjoy the moments. We forget to enjoy the life that we've been given because we're going, 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 going. So, so one of the things I think about when I think about detours, is it possible? Because see, when you get on that reroute road, you know, some back highway somewhere in Tennessee or Alabama or Indiana, you can't go 85, can you? They're windy roads. They're two-lane roads. You got to slow down. And is it possible that sometimes when we get detoured in life, it's God's way of slowing us down? It's God's way of making us appreciate the life that we've actually been given. We don't always see all of the things going on around us because we're going so fast. And so maybe detours are a way of God showing us where we are, where we're supposed to be, and we need to slow down and appreciate it. There's this great saying I love when we think about our kids. It's, the days are long, but the years are short. I think that one of the things we have to remind ourselves sometimes of detours is the chance for us to slow down. One of the most repeated phrases in the book of Psalms is the idea of waiting on the Lord. The prophets over and over insist that we, we wait, that we slow down. And here's what I know about us. We don't like that, do we? We don't ever slow down. We don't want to slow down. And so maybe sometimes when we get detoured, it's so that we will have to slow down start to listen, to start to be aware. So here's the thing. Few of us like to be stalled for any reason, right? I don't like to slow down at all. If someone cuts me off, it feels like a personal attack on myself, right? But sometimes we have to slow down, and sometimes we have to realize that detours are necessary. It's necessary if any improvement is going to be made to the past that will travel or other people may travel, it's necessary for hazards to be cleaned up. It's, it's necessary because sometimes it's safer to go a different route. It's necessary because maybe it's a better route. The reality is, is that detours are designed for our own good, whether we realize it or not. Ultimately, while detours may in the moment feel like a negative thing, they're actually a good thing. I think sometimes our, our perspective is too short-term versus the long-term. If you think about detours in the long-term view, they're almost always a good thing. And so maybe we find ourselves in this moment in life where we feel like we're on a detour and we feel like we're not content. We feel like we're, we're on a different path than what we had hoped for or thought. And maybe what we need to do is we need to take a different approach and look at it differently. I think one of the things that, that, that I struggle with when I'm driving is that, that in the moment when I'm driving, if something happens that, that doesn't get me to where I want to be in the time I want to be in the direction I want to go, um, I don't feel happy in the moment. I feel frustrated. I think happiness is overrated. I think it's fleeing, right? 
can come and go. But learning to be content, learning to slow down, to appreciate where you are, to see things differently, to maybe see the, the, the side paths that we have to take, the different treks we have to take, to see them differently. You know, one of the things that I'm learning about life, and I don't know if you guys have already experienced this and I'm just behind on the game, um, but joy is a choice sometimes, isn't it? We don't think about it like that, but joy is a choice. To, to be joyful in a moment, sometimes it's a choice to see things differently. So, so when I'm on this back road and I'm not where I want to be because I want to be on the interstate so I can get there faster, right? But sometimes I'm on the back road. What we can do is me and my kids, we get to roll the windows down and listen to the music and slow down and appreciate the life that we've been given. And the same is true with our real lives. Sometimes the detours allow us to see and to be grateful for what we've been given. Sometimes choice, we have to realize joy is a choice. The second thing I think sometimes we have to realize when we're detoured is that God is faithful. And I'm not saying that as a cliche because I feel like that's what you expect us to say at church and I have to say that because I wear a microphone, right? But I, I do think that God is faithful. I think that we can trust his promises. And I, I'll be honest, I have to remind myself of that over and over again because when life goes in a different direction than I'd hoped for, just like everybody else, I experience anxiety and worry and stress, anger, fear. All of that's normal. But I do believe that we can trust his promises. Proverbs tells us that the heart of man plans his ways, but the Lord establishes his steps. The psalmist tells us the Lord will fulfill his purposes in us. As we already seen in Psalm 32, it says that he will instruct us and teach us in the way that we should go. I think there's all these promises in the Bible that, that, we, that we forget. And I think for me, sometimes I fail to keep these words in my heart too often. I think sometimes when things come up that I don't understand or it's a path I wouldn't have chosen, I allow that situation, if I'm honest, to become bigger than the God that I've chosen to serve. So I think that the other thing that we have to remember sometimes is that when it comes to trusting the promises of God, what are the promises that he's made? God never promised us it wouldn't be hard. God never promised us that there wouldn't be detours. But he did promise that he would never leave us or forsake us. And he did promise that he'll walk through those things with us. And I love that idea because he never says he's going to walk around them with us, right? Like, hey, here's this thing. We'll, we'll walk around it. He says he'll walk through it with us. Almost every story, as I said, we see in the Bible is of God's faithfulness, even in the midst of uncertainty. And so how should we respond when change is planned in our so-called perfect lives? How should we respond if our plans are faltering and we feel like things are out of control? I think we remember that, that God has so much in store for us. I think we have to remember that life is a gift, a precious gift. I think we have to slow down at times and be grateful for the life that we've been given even the road we find ourselves on in that moment. I think we have to allow joy to be a choice that we choose. I think we have to seek the peace that's often there. We just don't see it because it's just right there. I think sometimes we have to pray more. 
Be more focused on making wise choices even in the midst of uncertainty. And so when it comes to detours, what do we do? And here's my final piece of advice. Don't judge the journey by the detour, right? I think sometimes we we do that. We're so short-sighted. And we forget about where we're headed in the ultimate destination that we'll talk about in a few weeks. Don't judge a 100-mile trek by three or four miles. Be open to the fact that sometimes in life, the detour is maybe where you are supposed to be the whole time. Maybe it's safer. Maybe it's better. Maybe it's where you were supposed to be. And believe and trust that in all of it, that God will walk through it with you. Let's pray.